Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Greetings, lore folk. Are you ready to die? James here with a Hexen episode, and that is one of the quotes uh, off of the second map of uh, Hexen. Uh, I'm joined here today with... Who's going to go first? That's Peter O'Donoghue. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know I, us- I usually jump in and go first, but then I yeah. figured we agreed that I was going to talk about some stuff. That's so. true. Yeah, we, we have business to conduct. It's Peter O'Donoghue. I'm not important. I'm Ethan Palmer. I'm not ready to die until the list of requirements in my ransom note are met. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, what, what are those? Uh, I mean, delete the browsing history, obviously. Um, uh, get me uh, get the bathtub full of hot wax ready to encase my body once I'm deceased. Right. Because that's how my body's going to be laid to rest. Uh, the crystals need to be attuned, but that's that's pretty. You could do that after the fact. That's probably fine as long as you have the crystals. That's good. Uh, <laughs> in our first episode, we talked about there being crystals all over your apartment. Yeah. <laughs> in our first episode, I know it's a callback, a, a deep cut, but yeah. can you imagine if you're just like you, there's like a hostage situation? There's a guy at the post office, right? He's holding up everybody inside, mm-hmm. and when he's like yelling out the window to the negotiator, he's just like, "I need someone to go back to my place." I, I delete my Chrome history. And <laughs> maybe I'll let one of your hostages out. <laughs> yeah, okay, man. What's your what's your laptop's pin number so we can sign into it? We'll delete your browsing history. No, I'll never you. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi everybody. Uh, just want to give a reminder before Jamie jumps into Spooky Hexen and another one that he said that I don't remember what it's called. Heretic. Uh, we are doing a panel uh, in Montreal at the Bar Meltdown on Saint Denis. Yep. Uh, on the twenty fourth of October, twenty twenty one. If you want to hear Pete talk about his upcoming comic, uh, or you want to hear us talk about our ongoing podcast, uh, that's the place to be. It is being recorded. We yep. assume it's being released at some point, but we still have no word on that. We'll tell you guys whenever we find out. Yeah. It uh, starts at four in the afternoon, Eastern time as well. Yeah. That's probably a good thing to also know. Don't show up at like eight in the morning. Uh, 4 p.m. <laughs> EST. Uh, two weeks after that, we are doing a live show uh, for Extra Life uh, to support children's charities. Pete said he wanted to get rid of all the sick kids one way or another. So if we don't raise enough money, <laughs> I don't want to be the one to say it, but Pete's going to do something to these kids. Okay, Look, so... Taking them hostage is apparently illegal. We just discussed that. So charity yeah. is the second best option as to getting rid of children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that, that'll be uh, November 6th. More details to come. Uh, we don't know how long we're going to stream for or what the structure or format of any or anything like that will be. If you guys have games you want to see us play, uh, please do reach out to us. I'll probably end up playing Hollow Knight Randomizer because uh, I've, I've talked with some people like Oakrest on the Discord about it. 
Yeah. Um, I think Pete has plans to play The Surge 2. I'm going to be playing The Surge 2. Uh, we actually have the blessing of Deck 13 as well. Uh, they're going to be tweeting out some stuff about our stream uh, on the Deck 13 Twitter. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's very cool. I'm probably uh, going to play a bunch of stuff because I can't hold yeah. attention on one game for six hours or whatever my slot is. But maybe I'll play <laughs> some Hexen. Maybe yeah. I'll play some Stardew. Who knows? But it'll be yeah. fun. Yeah, if you if you have stuff you want to see us play or do or engage in, uh, let us know. I'd be happy to do a cooking stream, but I don't know how to cook. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean, we'll we'll talk. We'll talk on the Discord, dear listener. If not, feel free to send us an email. Contact at loreboys.com. Uh, we love getting your emails. And back to you, Jamie. All right. So Hexen. Hexen is an older game. Um, it's the sequel to Heretic. Do you guys have any experience with either Heretic or Hexen? No, sir. I'd never heard uh, of them until you mentioned them. You sent a scary picture in the Discord to me and Peter, mm-hmm. uh, and Pete said, oh, hell yeah, and I was just scared because <laughs> it's a scary picture with no context. Uh, yeah. I only started finding out about these games now because uh, I did not have them, uh, or my neighbor didn't have them on his like IBM or his Pentium 2 computer when we were learning how to play video games in the 90s. Yeah. We had Rise of the Triad and Doom and StickDeath.com. Uh, but no hex, no hexen or heretic. Uh, but cool. now that I'm like a huge fucking mark for boomer shooters, um, I've I've they've been on my radar now as an adult, opposed to when it was like cool when I was a child. I think you'd love them. Um, I'm play. I've played hexen as a kid uh, on N64. It was very hard because you're using an N64 controller, and the game itself is quite hard. Okay, um, and you're six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Heretic. I, I was playing like Mickey Mouse's Fairground Adventure on MS DOS at the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that Freddy the Fish game I got in my Cinnamon Toast Crunch just absolutely <laughs> rocked my balls. It was so hard. Yeah. I, I guess I had a single mom who didn't look too deep into the cover art of the game she bought for me. Yeah. <laughs> just as long as I'd leave her alone after work. I, would lo- I love it. She's like coming home. She's just like, Heretic. I don't really know what that means, but it sounds fine for an eight-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Heretic I've never played um, until now, actually. I bought, there's a pack on Steam for like $10. You get Heretic, you get Hexen, Hexen 2, uh, and one other version of the game, too. Cool. Uh, and I bought it this week. And if you guys buy it, download a program called GZ Doom. And it'll take the game, and it'll get rid of the awful controls. It'll update the graphics. It'll make everything run super smooth. Um, like, when I first bought Hexen, I tried to launch it. I had to move with the arrow keys. You could look up and down with page up and page down. It was enter to oh, use yeah. an item, space Classic. to do something else. And it was just spread all over the keyboard like garbage. You're, yeah. you're, you're playing you're playing a friggin' symphony anytime you try to yeah. like, play the yeah. shooter. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like piloting a helicopter. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Uh, System Shock One is like that, where they yeah. have like an aug- augment that gives you like eyes on the back of your head because turning around takes like seven centuries. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, imagine moving with your control pad or with your not even your control pad. Your yeah, up down like the arrow keys. Uh, then looking up and down with page up and page down, shooting with control. Like, it's it's this weird... Yeah, it's awful. So download GZ Doom. It also 
like if I tabbed out of the game, it would revert to this tiny little box in the corner of my screen. Um, yeah, yeah. Like there was all these problems and I was like, this is awful. So I, I Googled it and they're like, just download GC Doom. It'll fix everything. And I did. And I'm so happy I did. And the, game, <laughs> the games look better. It runs just like a normal FPS, WASD, E to interact and everything. And uh, Mouse look more importantly. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. completely free, and I think like maintained by the community. It's not just for Heretic and Hexen. It works for a bunch of Doom clones. You just oh, like, cool. yeah, you can just plug in whatever game you want. You just have to drag a file over into the right folder, and it all works beautifully. Look at you learning to be a hacker. I remember there was a time where like connecting to your Wi-Fi stressed you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you're moving around ini files and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the name of playing Hexen again, uh, I think it's worth it. I've been playing uh, <laughs> the Cleric's my favorite class, but we'll get into everything. Um, okay. So Heretic came before Hexen, and it came in 1994. And it was one of the first Doom clones, if not the first Doom clone, um, oh, made yeah. by Raven Software. They're still Raven around. Soft. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of their more recent games, they made Singularity, which whips ass. Okay. They also yeah. do Call of Duty, Warzone, and all the new Call of Duties. They co develop those. Oh, yeah, they? they're shooter support now, as far yeah. as I know. Yeah. yeah. Good for them. Heretic was developed by Raven Software, but was published by id. So the folks who made it. Oh, wow. There you go. They, yeah. Their offices were down the street from each other, and they had a good relationship with each other. So. They're like, what if yeah, we took the, your uh, engine and made a, a little bit better game? Or yeah, that I mean, might be. Texas is just like Boomer Shooter Central, man. Yeah. Yeah. Ra- Raven Texas. Ravensoft did the 2009 Wolfenstein, apparently, and also did Quake 4 yeah. for the Xbox 360. Oh, they did a lot. Yeah. They're pretty huge in the shooter world, like from the beginning till now. Like the biggest yeah, games no, now and the biggest <laughs> games then. Like, well, now yeah. they finally got their meal ticket where they're just like, uh, it's like, oh, yeah, we just, whatever. We just add skins. We add 18 yeah. gigabyte skins to Call of Duty now. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Hexen was like a 34 megabyte download. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Raven Software, like I said, just down the street, uh, they used a modified version of the Doom engine. Um, they added a couple things uh, to it. They have inventory manipulation, so you can scroll through your items and pick up stuff that go from level to level. Okay. Um, they have the ability to look up and down. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's like that we, black and white train video that freaked people out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we sometimes forget because like with uh, the mods that are out now with Doom, you can look everywhere with your mouse, but it used to be just left to right. Um, Which is insane. Yeah. I just finished beating all of Quake and the fact if I couldn't look up and down in that, I, I would have gone crazy. Hexen 2, I think, uses the Quake engine. One of them does. It might be Heretic 2. It's all id tech. That's it's yeah. Quake is by id as well, yeah. Yeah. So gameplay wise, Heretic feels a lot like Doom. Uh you run and shoot demons, you find colored keys to go through colored doors to get to the next level, and it's a series of levels. Um, I played through like the first series of levels and it took me like two hours and I'm like, Oh, did I beat the game? No, it's like section one of six or something like that. So <laughs> there's, there's a lot of game there considering how small the file is. Well, it's back. You had to get your bang for your buck, right? Yep. Like, uh, like I said, I finished quake on game pass and like quake with all three of its expansion packs. took me like 17 hours. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Yeah. Like, it's I a mean, ton of content. it's crazy. Yeah. As far as file sizes go, like most modern, files it's like not the programming of the game that takes up any kind of considerable space it's no. shader caches and yeah. and you know renders rendering and yeah. 
yeah. I think infamously, Titanfall 1 was like 95 gigs because it was uncompressed audio files so that it would run, <laughs> so, it, so it would run better on shitty uh, on shitty hardware. Wow. So I can't remember which one of these games, but I remember when I was researching that this came up. I think it might be Hexen or Hexen 2. Uh, when you took the the disc that you put into your computer to play the game and you put it into like a stereo, it would just play the music from the game. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. PS1 games would do that too. Yeah, and it was their That's way awesome. of like getting the... It was somehow saved file space too because you could just play it from the disc instead of like... I don't know how it works. I'm not a... I'm not. A, I just figured out how to mod games. Okay, dude. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> early '90s computer scientist. I don't know yeah, how this yeah. black magic works, but speaking of black magic, yeah. Um. Yeah. Some differences, like I mentioned, you can look up and down. You have an inventory system, so you can have like health pots or like invincibility rings or things like that that you can save for like the harder levels. Um. There's not really guns. Uh. There's instead like more magical weapons in the game compared to Doom. So uh, in Heretic, you have like your elven wand, which is your pistol that you start off with, and you shoot little zaps from the wand. Oh, okay. It's like Ziggurat. Cool. Have you ever played that? I've heard of it. It's, it's I've watched great. you play it. That's true. Uh, yeah. There's. Uh... Um, I saw one. I want to. I want to front load this before you describe it, James. But okay. I was just watching Jamie play before this happened. That was Hexen, uh, though. This is not Heretic. Is... Oh, Hexen. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the Hexen weapons was, like, a... Think of, like, the butt and trigger of a crossbow with, like, the the stock. Um, but instead of being, like, a bow with a string, it was a horseshoe with eyes at either end, yeah. and it shot uh, green balls of light at people. Very and he, cool. was, he was shooting these... <laughs> he was shooting these uh, centaurs, I guess. Uh, and every time he shot one, its head would, like, turn into, like... It, it would d develop a mane, like a lion's mane, yeah. uh, that looked like a saw blade, and it would make like a, a an upset face, basically. <laughs> the death <laughs> animations are actually like really good in Hexen, like, uh, <laughs> and like that whole engine is based on making like a two D, like a two D space look like a three D space. But yeah. with this new mod, it actually is a three D space, and you can strafe and run around. And it looks like Paper Mario enemies because you can kind of see there's edges on them and they're just flat guys walking towards you. Yeah. 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 I mean, we probably talked about it on the Doom episode, but like every video game, you're like not actually moving. You're moving the environment around you, right? Like yeah. the camera is going to be fixed at a point, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're just you're moving the world around you and it's processing as you when you press forward, the world just moves backwards, right? Interesting. Yep. Some could say that you move the world every time you go for a walk. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I can't disprove it. So I'm There's an XKCD. I, we're, we're going super off, off topic here. There's an XKCD, which is a, a web comic that talks about, you know, uh, anyway. Uh, he has this what if series where people can just send in questions and he'll like do the math and like do the physics behind what would actually happen. There's one like if what what would happen if you threw a baseball at the speed of light? which is basically like it's an atomic explosion that goes off because that's too much mass for a proton to have. Okay, um, yeah. But he did one if all if 6 billion people got together in Manhattan and jumped in the same spot, how far would the Earth move? And it's like less than one one thousandth of an inch, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but if they all walked in the same direction and had an egocentrist view of the world, then they're all moving the whole What if, What if we all walked, what would it be, east? No, uh, west to east. Can you we know? stop the would... rotation of the Earth? 
Eternal day. Eternal day. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Guys, oh. quickly. I need 6 million people. I need a couple extra hours. I'm going to be late. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So back to the weapons. Uh, uh, we have the elven wand. We have the ethereal crossbow, which I really liked. It felt more like a, the shotgun uh, from doom than anything else. Um, the gauntlets of the necromancer. You do little tickly emotions and zap people. Good. <laughs> Obviously, it's like those. It's like the star uh, Star Wars lightning fingers or whatever that the exactly. Emperor has. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dragon claw, which was like a sort of like a machine gun, but it shoots orbs of magic. Um, that's all I got to. There's a bunch more weapons, but I, I I didn't know enough about the others to really expand on it. But just to give you a feeling of the the theme, um, some of the pickups like it's D and D kind of inspired you can get a bag of holding that get, lets you hold more ammo nice um, stuff like that uh you don't play as a human uh in heretic like you would in doom but you play as a sidhi elf named corvus and i didn't say Sid-he? silly it's just a race of elf in the heretic world oh, okay yeah. it's a silly fantasy world yeah, a sidhi fancy fantasy yeah. world yeah city yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so heretic lore let, let, let's dive into it um well you're playing a crow or a raven i guess corvus, corvus? yeah you're playing an elf with a raven name i guess yeah <laughs> yeah like the like the horse uh named friday right do, from the riddle do ravens fight snakes because the main bad guys are called the serpent riders in this game one okay. super fucking cool. Uh, two probably in in the yeah. wild. I think well, Raven would probably like peck at a garter snake or something. Although, yeah, you're not fighting the snake. You're fighting the guy riding the snake. Right. Well, I guess so. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Do, do ravens fight demons? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do snakes ride snakes? Because if the snakes ride snakes, then we could say that they'll fight. They'll fight snake riders, serpent riders, uh, serpent right? riders. Oh, <laughs> serpent riders. Are they just mounted snakes or are they men mounted on snakes? That's because so, a serpent rider could go both ways. I posted in the boys chat the three serpent riders. It kind of looks like um, like almost like a tablet carved into and it shows one, two, and three, which are the bosses for Heretic, Hexen, and Hexen 2 in that order. Okay, yeah. And they're also yeah. like the, the power scale goes up with them too. Okay. The guy in the middle looks cheeky. You know what I mean? He yeah. looks like he's he gets into some mischief. Yeah. Yeah. So these there like he would be a bad guy in spawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are three demon brothers that travel through the universe and multiverse and just to cause as much chaos and destruction as they can, kinda like what demons like doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, their names in the order that you can see them are Despairl, D apostrophe S P A R I L. Korax. That sounds like an antidepressant. It <laughs> does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> includes serpent riding, serpent fighting, serpent good. <laughs> <laughs> may have a swollen Korax or Eidolon, which are the other two. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, swollen of the Korax, swollen of the Eidolon. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if we can kind of... <laughs> maybe do our best shot at, at describing what they look like. So Despairl first, the guy who's actually riding a serpent, if you guys want to give it a shot. Yeah, so I didn't actually notice he was riding a serpent. I was just looking at the serpent itself until you mentioned it. But it is weird. So there is like a, I guess like Chinese New Year dragon head with horns yeah. on either side. Uh, and then he's got uh, hands and legs in the pose that make it look like he's in a musical right now. And he's like, <laughs> 
clearly one of the bad guys in the musical who's doing like the cool walk with the, where you'd snap your fingers. Right. Um, but there is a hooded man on his head who has a bident technically it's like a trident, but one of the, one of the prongs is bent backwards <laughs> for some yeah. reason. Uh, yeah. And that would be disparal to the best of my abilities. Yeah. And that trident is also the symbol of the brothers, um, which is only really brought up in the first game, but then kind of forgotten about in Hexen 1 and 2. So okay. it's fitting that <laughs> the guy who shows up in Heretic has the trident, but the others don't. Uh, next I'm up going. is Korax in the middle. He is the main boss for Hexen. Pete, you want to take a stab? Yeah, uh, he's uh, he kind of looks like uh, the Crimson Chin. Uh, yeah, or from... Jay Leno, maybe? I don't yeah, know. like the, the, the Crimson Chin or Jay Leno uh, from... Uh, both of both of which from Fairly Odd Parents fused with like a <laughs> like a spider dragon. He has like six or seven arms that are visible here. But yeah, big chin, big big grin, no nose. He's got like little. He's got like the Michael Jackson hole basically, yeah. and he's just very spiky on kind of like a traditional serpentine dragon body. Yeah, for your for your six or seven arms, uh, they're all in like picture frames, I guess you could say. All these, yeah. these characters, and he has six visible arms, but there's a hand curling like into into view from out of frame basically which looks like one of his hands yeah so. exactly yeah <laughs> and i'll i'll do the last one i guess so eidolon he looks like your typical demon he's got the curved corn horns on the top he's sitting in a throne uh he's got a ripped man's body with uh hooven hooved legs hooved legs cleft leg yeah. cleft cleft hooves, Elven hooves. hooves. he's, he's yeah. an ungulate you could say yeah yeah yeah, and that's Eidolon. He's the big baddie of um, Hexen 2. He's your more typical demon, if you thought about him. Eidolon is from mythology. There's Eidolons in Warframe as well. Okay. There's Eidolons in something else that I've played. Maybe Final Fantasy? Pathfinder. Uh, yeah, for sure there is in Pathfinder and D&D. For sure, the guys uh, who in, made in ancient Greek literature, an eidolon is a spirit image of a living or dead person, a shade or phantom lookalike of the human form. The there concept of Helen of Troy's eidolon was explored by both Homer and Euripi- Euripides. Okay, he's the big bad in this series. He's like, uh, as as the we brought them up in the order that we brought them up, they're like different power levels, and they even have like health pools across games that are increasing, um, and they, they do more damage as they get. On. Eidolon like pulls all the strings behind the scenes and stuff and Desparl is like the weakest little brother then Korax is the middle trickster brother and then Eidolon's like the big uh, powerful brother hell yeah uh, brother yeah. Yeah. Desparl is weak that's why he's always despairing Korax is the trickster and he's always mixing bleach with ammonia you know yeah. class- <laughs> classic pranks <laughs> so the serpent riders they come along and they use their powerful magic to possess the seven kings of Parthoris, who I assume are human, but I couldn't figure it out because it all happens off screen. Okay. Could be elves, right? If you're playing an elf, I don't seven know. Seven kings. On they mentioned the thrones. elves being like a separate race too, so that's okay. why I was cool. thinking it's like humans, elves. Oh cool, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, how many? So, how many kings were there? How many human kings in Lord of the Rings? Nine. Nine. Nine or seven. Nine. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Tried to uh, draw a parallel. Race, baby. Yeah. So there's seven of these guys, and they get all turned to mindless puppets um, and corrupt, and all their armies become corrupted 
by these demons. They made it. Well, now Disparal does sound more like an antidepressant because he's like a he's like a <laughs> drug manipulating the people in charge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just turning them all into zombies. I'm yeah. just not myself anymore. Ever since that yeah. demon lord came in and took over, he's yeah. a pharmaceutical. He's just a, a pharmaceutical lobbyist. <laughs> he's yeah. Still yeah. I don't feel as sad, but I, my wife can't make me come anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. So he uh, turns all those folks into mindless puppets. He corrupts their armies, and the kings led their subjects um, into the serpent riders' bidding. Uh, however, another race, the city elves, S I D H E, um, are immune to the serpent riders' influence. So they could be killed by a serpent rider, but they can't be like mind corrupted by a serpent rider for some reason. Okay. So they're, they're still weak to serpent rider weapons, but not influence? Yeah, so they take okay. the pills, and it, they don't feel anything, but if they took enough of the pills, they'd probably die. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. um, one, more, one more quick aside, just because the uh, Sid He made me think of the Witcher elves, which are called like, called like Shadel, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, Shid He are Irish earthen mounds, which in Irish folklore and mythology are believed to be home of the AOC, the people of the mounds. So it it sounds Gaelic, especially the way it's spelled. Yeah, could so could be could be related to to that somehow. They're like people of the earth, kind of thing. Yeah, they're like kind of like fairy people. Uh, compar- oh, here it is, F- comparable to fairies or elves. Okay. So there you go. It's yeah. just like Irish elves who come out of mounds in the earth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We would later find out those are just potatoes, and the Irish don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's O Corvus. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> O Corvus. Okay, so the serpent riders uh, they declare the Irish as heretics. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh they're the British. <laughs> <laughs> and they launch a campaign of genocide against them. Yikes. Okay, um, well, that, that that sounds right. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, that's what happened. Yep. So all the humans are corrupted by the demon boys, and the elves are kind of fighting back, but they're labeled as heretics. Um, okay. So the elves can't really get to the serpent riders, so what they do is they take drastic measures to sever the natural power of the kings. So they go after the kings themselves. Okay. And the elves put so much of their power, uh, they invested so much into destroying the kings and their armies, that it weakened their own power so much that the serpent riders just kind of walked in and took all the elders of the elves. So I don't know who are the elders of the Irish. <laughs> uh, I don't know the Pope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Pope. <laughs> yeah. Um, who else? Uh, some of those guys who led that rebellion in 1916. Okay. Liam Neeson, probably. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. Demon, <laughs> the demons uh, get that man with the special Boudica, right? Queen this Boudicca's got to go. Yeah, uh, this is a question for Daro. She would definitely know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so while the Sidhi retreat, because their leaders were being taken down, um, all but, like, they all retreat, but one elf decides to stay back and figure shit out, and his name is Corvus. It's your boy. Yeah. We don't okay. actually know his name's Corvus uh, in Heretic, but we learned this in Heretic 2, because... The ending of Heretic 1 sends him through a portal and he ends up in Heretic 2. Um, okay. Heretic 2 is released, I think, in 1998. And it actually looks gorgeous for the time. It's third person, not first person. You have spells. You fight with, like, a staff. And it was, like, um, compared to, like, some of the Star... Or not StarCraft. What's that? Star Wars games. 
where you can like dance around with your like lightsaber and stuff. Some of the early ones, um, they did it first in this game, and you could Jedi do like Academy or whatever. Yeah, you could like bounce, hit your staff on the ground, jump through the air, and do like a a smash attack and stuff like that. Heretic yeah, Two looked really good for the time. Um, yeah, that's I'm looking it up right now because you're making me pretty thirsty for a boomer shooter. Yeah, so this, it's not this one looks less boomer shooter. This is like a platformer. Yeah, okay. it, it's almost like action adventure. Um, yeah, but it's really good. Uh, it's a little bit clunky still, um, but it runs really well for the for today kind of thing, and uh, it looks really good. I, I, it's the only one that wasn't included in like the Hex and Heretic pack together, probably because it's the only one that's worth anything anymore. Yeah, probably because it's the one that still looks good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the only one that you don't need to download some sort of third-party community-made hack to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although the the review I watched in Heretic Two, the guy had to do some silly stuff to make it cooperate with this widescreen, uh, wide, yeah, whatever screen. Wide ultra ultra wide four K. Yeah. Two forty four hertz monitor. The guy who watched the review is also like the type of gamer who just like loves shitting on things, being like, "I'm PC Master Race," and obviously after modifying the files, I was able to blah 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 blah. I was like, "Okay, dude. yeah." He he's like, said, he's like, he's like a Peter who's like, uh, "Games are unplayable at 59 FPS." That is absolutely true. This man is, this man is correct. Yeah, <laughs> 59. It's like, it's like, don't tell me I can't tell. I don't believe you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Game looks really cool though. You can like cast spells. You can do melee attacks. Uh, looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Anyways, today's we're still talking about Heretic. So Corvus, who we find out his name is Corvus in Heretic Two, but we know it's the same one in Heretic One. He sets off in a quest of vengeance, and this is where the game picks up. And you go after the weakest of the brothers, Despairal. Okay. Yeah. I Virginal. would. So insert gameplay for Heretic here, which is like 20 hours of finding colored keys and putting them in colored doors and finding secret yeah. switches. And all Here's where you get the little piano interlude with the title card that just says, and then he played through Heretic. And then it cuts back. <laughs> and then it cuts back. And it cuts back and you succeed in killing Despairal, uh Okay. At the end. Um, Despairal in his like last moments of desperation throws you through uh, a portal that ends up you are in Heretic 2, where there's a whole new set of problems and a whole new set of graphics and all the rest of it. But we're going to leave that for another day. We're going to move on to Hex and Lore. But cool. first, we're going to take a little ad break. See you on the other side. All right. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back, everybody. Now we're 
Moving on to some Hexen lore. We covered all of Heretic. Uh, so now it's time to cover the game that I really liked when I was young. Uh, I played Heretic, and it was it was fun for now, but it really just felt like Doom with different abilities. Uh, Hexen, I really feel, branches out from Doom as a genre. Like, for sure, it's still built on Doom Engine. It looks like Doom, but yeah. the way it plays is different. Rather than having series of levels... Um, it has series of hub worlds. So, uh, like, I don't know. It feels like more like open world. I wouldn't say open world because there is still breaks in between the levels sometimes, but it's, it feels like you have five, six, seven levels all packed into one. And, um, there's puzzles like in one portal on the opposite side of the hub that when you pull a switch, it'll have an effect on the complete opposite side, which is (laughs) really cool. Uh, but also... (laughs) kind of hard to to figure out if you're just playing it's a lot of like blind walking around and stuff yeah and cool, cool like theory, but, shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so frustrating like cool there's a another fucking lever that doesn't do anything yeah right <laughs> sometimes you pull a lever and it's like you have pulled lever one of seven in the puzzle for the portal room you're like wait <laughs> Seven and yeah, dude, fucking Quake does the exact same thing. It's just yeah. like, well, it's like one of three, only two remaining. I'm like, what? When you're like hitting, hitting buttons and shit, or sometimes, yeah, you'll just hit a button. It's like an underwater door has opened. I'm like, there's yeah. an underwater section in this fucking map. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You're like, space. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you have to like step on panels that are not clear. There's like a shadow of a sword from something, and you stand on the shadow of the storm. And then there'll be a rumble, and then two rooms back, there'll be a new door open, but there's like no way to really know where to stand, and then also yeah. know how it affected anything. Uh, yeah. Listen, guys, I'm a modern gamer. I want waypoints and aim assist, and I won't have it any other way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd really just like to watch somebody play this on Twitch for me. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you very much. Exactly. <laughs> so if you go back and if you play um, Heretic, I think it's fine. You don't need a guide. Uh, I played Heretic without a guide, and the puzzles felt like kind of fair and a little bit challenging. But Hexen, like, just use a guide. Like, just make your 80 hour playthrough like a 20 hour playthrough and have fun with it rather than running back and forth and being lost for like 60 hours, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, oh my god <laughs> yeah it, it's like the ultimate weapons too like you you have to get like three pieces of the weapon to put it together which is like really fun but kind of challenging uh, yeah kind of in that like resident evil one era of like a weird obtuse puzzles on the ps1 and shit like yeah. i've played the first silent hill and i remember it took me and my roommate at the time like four hours to solve the piano puzzle that has like the bird poem yeah. Where, like my picture of his call ID is still him with his fingers on the television so that we could check off basically like which piano keys we had figured out worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the Silent Hill one's like infamous, I think, but I think the like nineteen ninety three to nineteen ninety eight is pretty infamous generally as like the Wild West of game design where yeah. we were like had cool ideas, but the the balance between uh cool and actually fun to play is a very fine line at times yeah a um, child on christmas morning could figure this out right like oh yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no problem <laughs> i was watching a review and someone called it the dark souls of doom games and i was like come on dude this game was way way more. Someone, should, someone should find that person and probably kill them in their sleep yeah <laughs> i think it, it is like i did play it without a guide as a kid and when i did find finally what that switch did it was super rewarding 
But yeah. at the same time, I never really made it past the second or third hub world as a kid just because it was locked behind so many like yeah. hard things. And, and then the combat's hard too. And, and yeah. you, you don't care so much as a kid and you have way more free time as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, as an adult, I'm like, I don't know. I, I love puzzles. I love puzzle games, but I'm yeah. going to sit down and play a actual puzzle game not a i just got to go look at things in your game you yeah. know what i mean like yeah i gotta, I gotta click around and then go look at stuff like that's yeah. not a puzzle to me that's just yeah. like reward me for ball. being smart or like figuring stuff out don't reward yeah. me for like pressing open on all the wall pieces in the room because one of them was a door like yeah exactly. yeah <laughs> exactly yeah um yeah so let's let's dive into the the lore of it the game is honestly still quite fun um, I'd recommend downloading it if you guys like those old boomer shooters. I got it for 10 bucks with all the other stuff, and I've been playing it this week and having a blast with it. Um, there's like different classes you can play as, which I'll get into later. So they all have different strengths and weaknesses. Um, but first, let's start with the lore and we'll get into the classes in a bit. So Corvus's victory was great. But the other two Serpent Riders were not on vacation during this time. They were still <laughs> sowing the seeds of destruction in several other dimensions. Uh, oh, wait. So he didn't he didn't deal with them in Heretic 2? He killed the first one. Heretic 2 in comes Heretic after one. Hexen 2. Oh, okay. Oh, so he gets thrown into a, a portal at the end of Heretic 1. And, he and comes then they, out they released... Hex- yeah, they released two games. Uh, no, Corvus is not in Hexen. Oh, okay. My Corvus, mistake. My mistake. Heretic and Hexen kind of like split the timelines. So, oh, okay. Yeah. And it's in a whole different universe or maybe even dimension because they mentioned that there's different seeds of destruction in several other dimensions. Uh, okay. Specifically for a thousand years, though, which is weird. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be like, like all time, but. Well, yeah, because years are kind of tracked by the earth specifically's rotation around the sun right but yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and you, you know you put a clock on a plane and it's it travels faster or travels slower through time so yeah uh, it's kind of a gray area interdimensional so, time so i'm not sure if they're trying to say that this happened a thousand years after corvus's victory or they're just saying the whole all the stories happen within a a bracket of 1000 years but 1000 years was the limit they put on it for some reason okay so um, so one of the dimensions that the other brothers were off into was the dimension of Kronos. And Kronos ah. is the world of Hexen. Greek for time. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Sort of. Yep. <laughs> At least a thousand Kronoses had passed. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, the world of Hexen is not an elf world, but it's a human world. Um, it's one where the forces of magic are stronger and more strictly controlled than those of the elven world. So super potent, but also super regulated. A lot of red tape. Ah, boo urns. Took me three <laughs> months to get my goddamn wand license. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the Irish guys over in the other dimension are like shooting off wands willy nilly, you know? Fuck wild, yeah. <laughs> like, can you can you believe that uh, that they they put like a casting limit on my horned skull on the end of a stick, that, like, <laughs> I, and I can't keep it at home? Yeah, I, I, I got to go to the DMV later, the Department of Magic Vehicles, to register my broomstick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just waiting in line, like someone like drops something and points at. It. I'm not the janitor. I'm just here to fuck it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sorry, can I borrow your car? I need to pick up my son's puke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, the over the years, the humans learned that magic is super powerful, but it's also more destructive than any other force in the universe. So they kind of have... More destructive like, than capitalism? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of have like a, a nuclear bomb type like feeling towards it. Once they figured out, like they dropped a couple of them, they're like, okay, this is too powerful. We, we shouldn't drop these all the time. We got to figure out. Okay, yeah. that's legit. Yeah. Yeah. So um, from this harsh realization, a disciplined and orderly society develops one where every citizen knows his place and the vast majority of common men are subservient to a few ruthless, powerful leaders. Oh, so it's, okay. it's communism. <laughs> Capitalism. Yeah. Oh, never my mistake. <laughs> yeah. So those few powerful leaders, they have magical powers, arcane ar- artifacts, and they overshadow every other human force on Kronos, uh, suppressing individual thought and action in the name of the greater good. Oh, it's absolutely it's absolutely communism. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, until somebody runs through a crowded theater and throws a wand at a at a projector screen. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Can you just imagine Stalin with like the the pointy hat, like an yeah. owl on his shoulder, and like a scepter in a robe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're gonna talk Except- about. I, f- I feel like the the bird on his shoulder would be like a tiny miniature Lenin transformed into a bird, right? Oh yeah, like the little, the little beak with the beard around yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So some of these artifacts that work to control all the people, um, the scepter that Lenin or Stalin or whoever dictator was holding. You um, know they have they have that wizard staff in a glass case at the Kremlin now. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> you can walk around it. Yeah. The Kremlin sounds like a magical place, doesn't it? <laughs> it looks yeah, like a magical of. place. It's, yeah, honestly. it looks pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we'll talk about some of those artifacts soon because they can be actually used as weapons in the game um, in Hexen. Okay. Cool. So within this strict order, there's like three major powers that rose up. Um, it's the Legion, the Arcanum, and the Church. Okay. Soldiers, wizards, and priests. Yeah. You got it. We kind of ran out of ideas on a third yeah. one there. Yeah, the exact <laughs> words would be uh, fighters mages and clerics i guess but there you go that's the classes in the game i'm supposing exactly exactly yeah uh the relationship between these three orgs is often unstable they're always vying for power there's a lot of petty bickering i want to stop you here who says orgs a lot of people people. I'd say, yeah. like, people who have organizations to call them orgs, because it's a lot easier yeah. to quick say. Jamie and I both work at a multinational. It's, uh, yeah. it's <laughs> got to gotta save I, on time. The budget's not, we got, it's got so much money here. Then didn't, didn't occur to me for a second that it would sound weird, but I could see to how to somebody who, uh, doesn't it might <laughs> yeah, I, I worked for a canadian company never heard that <laughs> i had organization written three times in three sentences so i was like i'm not saying all three of those right if i'm I say not it too many times it's gonna lose all meaning <laughs> i'm not saying all three of those but i'm also no way in hell pulling up a goddamn thesaurus for this okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the relationship between these three orgs uh is often unstable they have petty bickering uh they're always vying for power over each other but they work all together and they share absolute dominion over all humanity. They all kind of need each other in one way or another. Okay. Well, yeah, much like bureaucrats today. Yeah. So the yeah. Legion represents human military strength. 
They use brute force, backed by magical weapons, to impose a strict and inflexible order upon the people. Okay. For those at home, Jamie just saluted. Yeah. Of course. Of course. I didn't. I'm unruly. <laughs> I'm a conscientious objector as well. <laughs> uh, so if you guys don't agree with the Legion, maybe you'd like the Arcanum. It's uh, the center of learning for all magical studies. Um, but they don't let anyone in. It's They determine who is allowed to have access to their wealth of arcane secrets. Okay, yeah. You gotta okay. be pure blood enough. It's like the Freemasons, right? The, 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 <laughs> yeah. The little secret society. <laughs> you, gotta, you, you either have to know the secret hand, you gotta get referred by somebody, or you have to get lucky and guess the secret handshake, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine just walking up to like some guy on the street with his like... I know it's like the Shriners, but for me, they're like basically the same thing in my head. The, the little fez and the tiny yeah, yeah. car. It's just like go up to like a guy in that and just like do the Freemason handshake. Just like try it out. Just try, <laughs> just try, just try something. See if it works. You know what I yeah. mean? The it Arcanum? just gives you a nod and drives off in his little mini car. <laughs> the Arcanum has like elemental magic powers. So if the Freemasons were Arcanum and you failed the handshake, you might burst into flames or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's worth it. Yep. Um, so you have the Legion, who are the fighty human strength people, Arcanum, who are the magic, like, covet our secrets kind of thing. And then you have the Church, who is a bridge and a buffer between both of them. And they use a mixture of magic and military training to maintain the balance, while also okay, like secretly Calvin furthering. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. They also yeah. kind of push their own agenda at the same time, but... Uh, sure, sure, yeah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's a game, dude. In the game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, 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 yeah. It's yeah, so weird. Right. You you go to the headquarters of the of the church in the game, and in the basement they just have like catacombs full of gold. It's crazy, and there's all these problems <laughs> in the world, but they're not fixing them. That's <laughs> weird fiction, you know? Yeah. Online, you always have to say in game to take it off the edge. Like if you say like kill yourself to someone, but you say in game, in game, and then you're still within yeah. Ter yeah. terms of service, right? So, yeah, the church yeah. is a problem. In game, in game, in game, in game. Yeah. In game. <laughs> The fucking lore boys get like the email from the Vatican, just like, oh god damn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we said in game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. United Nations messages us on behalf of the Vatican saying Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, because the little little proxy state is like, yeah, we have a complaint from a cardinal. Uh, <laughs> it's all in Latin, like I can't fucking read this. <laughs> Scripted Latin all handwritten yeah, with yeah. Yeah. Like, so they share a Latin Google Doc with us, like uh uh yeah. <laughs> Lorem ipsum, whatever. Yeah, the, the placeholder text. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so together or separately, these three groups control every aspect of human life. Um, each organization is led by a single man, too. Okay. Uh, one guy or like a lonely guy? One guy for <laughs> such. <laughs> by a single man, yeah. Unmarried. Like the Pope. Yeah, eats oh, craft yeah. dinner without the milk. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's no. got less and less windows every time he comes home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad bugs in his apartment. Had to throw out his mattress and pour baking soda all over the place. Can't shower for two days because they're boarding up the window in your shower. The fuck? <laughs> the, window, the window, might I add, that goes into a hallway in the basement that's been walled up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it goes to the fire escape. Anyways, these are all things about me, and they're starting to make me feel sad. I've had a lot of apartment troubles in the last couple of weeks. All <laughs> oh, uh, right, but uh, you get to lead a you get to lead a nation, or at least one third of a nation. Exactly, yeah, that'd be bad. Yeah, yeah. So uh, for the marshal of the legion, we have Zedek. Uh, the Grand Patriarch of the Church, we have Traductus. Oh, like uh, that's that's what you get on Thanksgiving when you put a turkey, uh, chi- a duck, and a chicken in a turkey or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah you're making your Traductus. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and the Archmage. Seven hours to prepare the fucking thing. <laughs> the Archmage of the Arcanum is uh, Metalkir. These names, um, just for flavor, are in there. You'll never need to remember them again. Um, but depending on what class you play in Hexen, you need to um, fight your own master. So if you play the warrior, oh, the fighter, oh. you'll have to fight the Zedic. Um, if you play the cleric, you fight Traductus. And Menalkir, you'll have to fight if you're a mage. So that's pretty cool. Are there, there's like three mutually exclusive bosses based on your class? Yep. Exactly. Ah, that's cool. That's a really good idea. Yeah. And before fighting, like the final guy, um, who is Corvus, I believe. Yeah. <gasps> Aren't Wait, you Corvus? We or know Corax. No, not in Corax. This one. Sorry, oh, Corax. Oh yeah. God, you oh, scared me. Oh, Corax, Corax, the uh, Serpent Rider. Corax number is, two. Jay yeah, Leno. Rider number two. Yes. So these guys yeah, are Jay Leno. Alice said, like uh, it's Todd McFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Jay Leto comes in and he listens to these three leaders. He gives them a nice fake laugh. Um, he's not really listening to what they're saying, but he's thinking of his own question the whole way through. Okay. And um, the guy's on cocaine. That's what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> these are all criticisms I've heard about Jay Leto. I haven't watched enough about him to know oh. the truth, but uh. I, um, I haven't watched him at all. But every time I watch him, I feel like my skin crawls. So I'm just like, I've never. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Okay, always always weirded me out, Jay Leno. Yeah. Same. I've never seen him do anything. I'm a big uh, I'm a big Conan guy. I like Conan. Yeah, me Conan's too. It's good. What's uh the Scottish dude? Craig Ferguson, he's funny too. I like Craig Ferguson is really he funny. He had the best he had the best backup host with uh, like Craig or, or whatever the skeleton was. Don't know. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure. No? Two two in the weeds for me. Okay. Abort. No. Let's talk about video games. Okay, sorry. Okay, <laughs> so we have three powerful men, uh, patriarchs, and Ethan, got, Jamie, and Peter. Yep, mm-hmm. and a demon comes along in the wearing um, sheep's clothing or Jay Leno's skin. I offer him some <laughs> of my. I offer him some of my turducken. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, all these guys are vying for power, and they'll do whatever it takes to be more powerful than the one next to them. So they all just took a deal from the devil basically who is Korax. Debbie does Dallas situation, you know? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so they all get rewarded with the dark gift of unlife. Um, cool. So they cool. don't die, but they don't really live either, which is kind of like this, what it feels like to be on the first brother's name, Derepson or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's for all. Yeah. Yeah. Not to knock antidepressants. If you need them and you take them, they help you do them yeah please yeah talk to your doctor yeah but yeah so all these guys they when you kill them in the game actually you can see them turn into like a pile of bones but they all look kind of undead to start off with do they keep aging is that why it's unlife it's like they don't stay it's not like a vampire thing it's just like you just stay alive forever and eventually you're just a desiccated old man 
Maybe. It was hard to tell from, like, the 16 pixels that were their face to see what age they were. But... Yeah, I mean, like, undead in, in popular media are usually depicted as, you know, unless you're, like, a powerful wizard who can cast a spell to give yourself flashback. Mm. Usually, like, liches are skeleton boys. Right. Uh, yeah. and, and just skeletons and zombies, reanimated dead, are considered undead, right? Which is... Is it the same as in life? Who knows? No. Question for the ages, you know? <laughs> so, of these guys, they're undead, unlife, super powerful. Uh, they're also following the deal of the devil, and they're either getting their followers to follow them in the destruction of everything around them, or they're killing the people who won't follow. But of this vast population, only three humans escape their leader's new powers. Is it one from each division? It, might, it would have each... to be. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. One yeah. from each org? Excuse me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not talking about divs this time. We're talking about orgs, dude. Try and keep yeah. up with the lingo. Uh, yeah. My bad, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> per my last email, it's an org. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E org. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So the first guy who made it out of, um, like, got away from the org is Baratus a warrior of the Legion or a war of the Liege? Nice. Uh, okay, yeah, sure. Daedalin, um, a mage. of the leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fighting over that turducken leg every 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 holiday, you know? <laughs> yeah. Daedalon, a mage of the Arcanum or a mage of the Ark. Nice. Um, Pariahs, a cleric of the church or the Claire of the Chu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like how these guys all sound like 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 blazer wearing like tech startup douchebags now that everything's like super abbreviated (laughs) (laughs) and these are the three playable characters so i wanted to take a small break from the lore just to dive into the three characters and the weapons they can get and kind of how they play mechanic okay yeah so if you're if you want to play this game or if it if passed you by or something this will be a really good way to kind of know which character you want to start off with and i can give you you have the fighter, the mage, and the cleric. If you're a first-time player and you've never, ever touched the game before, I'd recommend playing the fighter first. He doesn't scale as hard late game, but chances are you'll want to reset before you get to late game the first time anyways, I feel like. Um, it's <laughs> Decisions made. Bad ones were. Yeah. <laughs> get to know the map with the fighter because he has the most armor, he's got the most health, um, and he's like super straightforward. Next up is the cleric. Cleric, kind of the first weapon you get's not great. The second one really picks up, though. Um, and the cleric scales the hardest with the ultimate weapon at the end. So if you're going for a full playthrough and you just want one character, I think the cleric's a perfect one. Okay. And if you want to play the mage, then kill yourself in-game. <laughs> no, 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 sorry. He's sorry, bad. Sorry. No, the mage is good. The mage is like if you want to play a mage and like be a mage, it's fun. But the it's kind of middle of the pack. Like it doesn't have a strong early game. It doesn't have a strong late game. It's all ranged. Mm. The spells are okay. There's cool situational stuff for it. But I feel like the cleric's just better. Okay. Yeah. Sure. But if you want to be a mage, then be a mage, right? Yeah, that's it. I probably would play the mage because I enjoy playing wizard classes in fantasy games. Yeah. I would have chosen the cleric before finding out he had, like, the ultimate weapon because I've always liked to, like, when I played Diablo 2 in, in 2001, like, I always took Paladin. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I have a Hammerdin I'm leveling right now in single player. It's, it's quite a lot of fun. 
Um, very good, very good. Yeah, so let's start with the fighter. He has, starts off with spiked gauntlets, so he starts his quest with just his bare fucking hands. Just punching like, dude. people. <laughs> yeah. he, he just punches. Um, I, I think that's a cool roleplay choice for the warrior or the fighter just to go in with his fists and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next Reloading up is... like cracks or knuckles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. The first weapon you get is... Oh, yeah. By the way, the way that it works is you have your base weapon that takes no mana. The first weapon you get takes blue mana. The second weapon you get takes green mana. And then the ultimate uses both blue and green at the same time. Okay. So, uh, Ziggurat has that, too. It has different uh, mana bars for different kinds of magic as well. And Ziggurat's like a boomer roguelike shooter, so I, I can... I very clear where they took their inspiration from. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So they they that that's how that works. So the spike gauntlets, the punch obviously doesn't take any mana at all. And then the first weapon is the Timon's axe. Not, like like of Pumba Of fame. Pumba. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's spelt the same way. And it's a one handed battle axe that glows blue. Um, it's probably the most reliable DPS for the fighter and you get it like so early. It's the first weapon you get. Um, and a cool thing about it, it's like one of the only weapons that when you run out of blue mana while using it, it still works. It's just an ax. It doesn't glow blue and doesn't do extra damage. Oh, so the blade doesn't like snap off when you're out of mana. (laughs) Your fists do more damage when you're out of mana. So you should switch off when you don't have mana. Okay. But if you're just like a first-time player, you could just keep Timon's axe out like 100% of the time, and you'll usually have mana. So, um, okay, that's nice. a great beginner's weapon. There's the hammer of retribution. So this is like kind of like Thor's hammer, but you just swing it, and a copy of it flies out. And oh, like, cool! Yeah, nice. It explodes on impact, dealing both direct damage and splash damage. And cool. then. The ultimate, if you collect all three pieces of this across uh, probably like eight different puzzles or however many million things you have to do to, to get it, uh, you can get a sword called Quietus. And it fire when you swing it, it fires five green fireballs, which do maximum damage at close range and less as the range increases. Okay. okay. But the problem with it is in practice when you actually use it, it's really hard to get the projectiles to hit up close just because of how the game works. So you kind of have to back up so it knows how to target the people. So you never really get that full value out of it. Okay. And most people will just say, use Timon's axe for up close, use hammer retribution for long range. Quietus is cool, but it uses both mana types and is just less effective. Okay. You might as well well switch back and forth. There you go. Yeah. Go to, go to, go see the wizard, dude. He's just as useless. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and next up we got the useless mage right here. <laughs> uh, the mage is—it's not like awful. You can beat the game, but I, I just feel like the other, uh, like the cleric, really shines more, uh, especially late game. But uh, you have the sapphire wand, which you start off with. That's like the freebie, and you just shoot little pew pews. Is yeah. it like the? It's basically the what is it like the handgun that you had in the first one? Yep. Yeah, okay. Expelliarmus. <laughs> yeah uh you have frost shards so you shoot like shotgun blasts of basically frost out of your hand this is just a ziggurat they stole everything (laughs) the the frost spellbook in ziggurat is the shotgun and it is just like a cone a cone of ice that you shoot out in front of you like icicles does it freeze the target solid and they shatter 
You, it's a roguelike, so you can get one that does that, but okay. mostly it just does damage, yeah. Hexen, like, although you guys both didn't play it, was actually really influential on shooters as a whole. I mean, uh, it sounds fucking dope. Yeah, it, it's really good. Um, and the people who made it are still making, like, relevant shooters today, which says something. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one is Arc of Death, which is really useful against the phalanxes that you have to fight. It's because, like, there's these characters that just raise their shield and reflect your spells back at you bastards or, or it knocks your like blade off which is really annoying um but arc of death it basically like summons a lightning bolt from above them so it goes right past oh them. cool nice so mages maybe in speedruns mages are the way to go because they can kill like things that take forever to kill really quickly spartans can't look up it's the the class <laughs> yeah <laughs> well their necks are too muscled yes they can't <laughs> their head back they're True. like dogs. <laughs> can dogs not look up? I feel like they can. <laughs> that's no, like, that's, that's, like a, that's like a myth. A, uh, a common common internet. You'll see it on Reddit pretty often. I've yeah, heard it said before, but I thought like they really meant it. It's no, in I... Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz, one of those two films. The 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 Nick Frost, the fat guy's character, believes right. that dogs can't look up. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. All right. I, I want to say not hot fuzz because I've seen that movie way more than I've seen Shaun of the Dead, and I don't. Remember. Yeah. Uh, so the ultimate weapon for the mage is the blood scourge, and it kind of looks like um, the end of a staff um, on the screen, and it shoots okay. three fireballs, which ho- lay they're homing, so they like find the person, and uh, they hit the flesh, they explode on impact, and they cause collateral damage, and they explode the target. So nice. big, big AOE. Nice, yeah. nice. That weapon's quite good, quite good. It's it's not as Sounds good cool. as the clerics, I feel like, but I I don't know why I'm so against the mage. Maybe maybe yeah, we were talking good. about the mage earlier. He's the guy who boils people's blood inside their body and explode them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with three homing fireballs, call down lightning from the heavens above. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mage is a lot squishier. I think on your first playthrough, it'd be harder oh, to yeah. Yeah. to do well. But uh, that's that's how I would have guessed would be like fighter was the easiest early hardest late yeah. uh, cleric the middle the bridge between the two and then mage hardest early strongest late yeah but that's just based on nothing other than <laughs> my brain it's it's something to go off that's what most of us go off of is our own head so <laughs> I, I can't I can't fight you on that one trust my gut so last up, we have the Cleric of the Church. This is my favorite class, even as my six-year-old self playing in my room while my mother made spaghetti for us and just wanted me to leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, you start off with the Mace of Contrition. Uh, this is the lowest damage weapon in the game. So your early game is like really not that great. But you get the next weapon like, like 20 minutes into gameplay on your first playthrough. So it's not that big a deal that you have a bad first weapon. Uh, okay. It takes like four to six swings to kill something at the beginner level where the dude's, the fighter dude's fist takes like two hits. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So your little weak arms like just can't do enough. Yeah, you've got the, you've got the doughy little arms of a priest. You can't swing that mace properly. Yeah. yeah. You just feel so remorseful holding the mace of contrition, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the next weapon is the one that Ethan actually mentioned earlier. It's the serpent staff. So it's a staff with an eye on the end of it that shoots like oh, okay. green projectiles. Um, this is pretty mana efficient, and it's such a welcome upgrade from the Mesa Contrition. Like, 
finally you can not only do damage, but you do damage at a distance. So the serpent staff, right. like such a well-rounded weapon for the cleric, and that's gonna you can ride that out big, for a long time. Big upgrade. Yeah. Uh, they have a firestorm. That's an AOE fire attack. Uh, it's pretty mana efficient, but it's super slow, and you have to wait for the firestorm to burn itself out before you can cast another. Uh, classic. Like Mario with his fireballs. You can yeah. only shoot two. Yeah. Where the the web the enemies move pretty quick. So firestorm's like not something you want to lean on a lot. Like maybe if you know there's gonna be a group of enemies around a corner, throw out a firestorm. They're in a hallway. You're in yeah. like a hallway fighting, just like throw it down the hallway. Yeah, and then switch to the serpent staff right away. Don't wait for that cooldown to be off kind of thing. Yeah. But the saving grace for the cleric, other than the serpent staff, like the thing that really makes this class late game is the Wraith Verge, which is the the ultimate weapon. Okay. It, it looks like um like kind of like a, a cross with like a head on the top. You know what I mean? Like those cleric pieces that has like yeah. a circle a with a cross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the it's Irish, not just I mean, a cross with, though. With a circle it'd be the Irish cross, I think, right? Yeah, oh, the, the city the cross. cross. The city cross. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he must have got that from the elves. <laughs> oh, maybe Corvus. Yep. Oh, crow. So this this weapon, yes, it uses two types of mana, but it's kind of efficient because of how much it can kill with just a couple clicks. Um, it fires multiple spirits that will attack anything in the general area. Holy shit! Yeah, it looks just really sick too. I was watching videos of it. And I like this lore boy's canon that the spirits that the cleric summons are souls of those who fell to um, Korax. So it's like people who died to the demons who he's summoning back to get their retribution. Get their revenge. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. 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 So you can RP that out, and it, it's really, really strong. So like you can go into a, a crowded room, two clicks, and the spirits will just clear the entire room. Oh, Dang, shit. Yeah. So it makes... Uh, yeah. If you have the mana, it makes fights trivial. Okay, so that's uh, uh, that was my quick lore boys aside for all the, the weapons and the classes. You guys can choose what you like best. Prove me wrong and beat the game as a mage. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not plausible. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stick to my cleric gameplay because that's what I like the best. And I haven't, I've never gotten a, ra- a Wraith Verge. And now that I'm playing again, I kind of want to get to it just to see what it's like so I can <laughs> fulfill my boyhood fantasies. You like Platinum Horizon Zero Dawn in four days, and you're just like, I'll never get Wraith Verge. It's fucking impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely need a, a guide on the second screen. Apparently, you can beat the game in like eight hours with a guide. And um, once you really know the game and don't need to rely on the guide as much, you can beat it in like two hours or okay, two to four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had a, I had a buddy six, of mine. Six, my six hours of pausing to read. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you got to stop a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of my old roommates used to play through Dark Souls like day one with a with like the, or day, he'd play through a day two with a guide because he was always just like, look, the story is not important. It's all about the combat. I don't want to miss any of the secrets. So he yeah. on his second screen, he would have just like the don't miss these items on your first playthrough thing yeah. going through and then just like go through the entire thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, that's how I play Dark Souls games, too. Like, oh, really? So yeah. I play Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy too, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. just just tell, just tell me where the things that I'll miss. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to have to sit and grind for fifteen hours at the end of the game so I can beat the final boss. Like, I yeah. just want to get the strong stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, those three guys uh, that you can choose to be one of them. They all th- swear to overthrow their former leaders, who are these undead, uh, super powerful, demon affiliated folks now. 
government liches, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So this is the beginning of the game. You enter a mystical portal that should lead you to your goal. And um, all three of them enter a portal, let's say. And they you just show up as just yourself. So this is how they write in canon that not all three of them are working together. That you're just working on your own is when you go through the portal. You all land in the same place. Like, it's not a different starting zone for all three. But depending on who yeah. you choose, you are just in that spot. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just you. So you have to find Korax's stronghold, defeat his legions of grotesque minions, and kill the Serpent Rider himself. Uh, this task will be near impossible, uh, especially since there's going to be eight-part puzzles uh, across multiple portal rooms that cause <laughs> effects that you're not sure where they happened. Yeah, um, underwater doors. and Yeah. Hexen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too, I was watching a review, and there's legitimately like a 20-step puzzle thing. And every step is like, okay, you have to go to the courtyard of the castle. But to get to the courtyard of the castle, first you have to kill this guy, bring his ashes, and put it into the mill. And then once you mill his ashes, you get this thing. And you have to bring it to this place. But first to bring this place, you have to open this wall that has a door that you never would have seen unless you know exactly where it is. And like, like literally like brackets within brackets of a puzzle like 20 times over, and all of them are impossible to do. So... <laughs> if, if you play hex in one or two use a guide two is worse than one but use a guide for both yeah. yeah um so yeah you actually go in and you find out that corks's special powers stem from his control of the chaos sphere that's what he uses to warp and corrupt everyone around him okay um he's not the mightiest of the serpent riders like i said he's the middle brother but he's stronger than the last game so it's nothing to to, to spit at so these guys are just like ranked it's not like you have like the smart brother and the brutish brother and the crafty brother or whatever they're not different classes yeah. they're it's like straight up like ranked by age basically <laughs> completely completely okay and like they kept like similar uh, health like i said earlier they have health values on the wiki and they go up for each character so it must have been similar like damage numbers too between the games and stuff like that yeah um yeah so you do beat Korax in the end. Once you've beat your, your former master, watch him die, you go up and you beat Korax, and there's a cutscene where a chessboard is revealed. And oh, all, shit. All three playable characters, the mage, the fighter, and the cleric, they all have their own little like bodies there, but they're all in the pawn position. And you find out you've been a pawn this whole time. Oh, oh my you, goodness. You were working for the big guy to kill his little brother. Eidolon. Yeah, he's the villain for Damn. Hexen 2. And he must have wanted his little brother dead because this is all part of his plan in the first place. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And that leads to the story of Hexen 2, which I think is a story for another day. Ah. <laughs> that. That for is... another Halloween. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love looking it up and this is one of the few that I like had to play the game before before like doing it. Like I went and bought yeah. it on Steam. It's ten bucks. You can get a heretic, hex and one, hex and two. You can the guides are free. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> go out there and play it. Because they're honestly really fun and they hold up today. Get G Z Doom. Um and you'll have a great time. God's the guides doom. at the park are free. You can just take them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I think that's it from our org today. Um, do you guys have any shout outs or anything you want to say? 
Uh, yeah. Uh, come to our panel if you can on October 24th, 2021 at Meltdown here in Montreal on Saint-Denis Street. Uh, or just Google it, I guess, if you have to. Uh, it starts at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can make it, I know that a lot of you guys are in the U.S., so you can't. But uh, regardless, like we said, once we know where the recording is going to be available, we'll share it in the Discord. Yeah. If a lot of you guys are in the U.S. Some of you guys are in New Zealand. You know, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Easier for some of you, harder for others. <laughs> um, if you want to get into the Discord to be kept abreast of all things, uh, it's going to be on the About page, so loreboys.com slash about. Get in there. Check out the Instagram. It's at loreboyspodcast. Um, yeah, and then uh, if you want to donate to uh, rid us of sick children, um, come and check We're out our with them. extra... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> check out our extra live stream on November 6th. Uh, more details to follow as we kind of like work out our own schedules to see... How and when and where and what we're going to record and all that. Who, right who, what, when, where, why. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, links to all the stuff Peter mentioned should be in the description of this episode on whatever podcast app you used. Uh, Discord, Instagram, maybe Patreon. I don't know if I've been putting the Patreon link, but we do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash The You can go there to give us money. Uh, big shout out to all our current, past, future patrons. Uh, you guys are the best. And the biggest shout out to our future patrons, I must say. Yeah, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> this could be you. Uh, I, I'm gonna do on our Twitch stream for sick kids. I'm gonna do a reveal of the next uh, future patron, and it's just gonna be me holding a mirror up to the webcam. So you're, <laughs> you're just gonna see my webcam, really. But you'll get oh, the you'll get the message. Nice. <laughs> Uh, and anybody who doesn't trust Patreon, we do, of course, have Lore Boys Prime. Now, the boys, there's been a bit of a schism, okay? See, I want magical power. Pete wants uh, strong fists. And Jamie's just trying to get us back together, like the wounded <laughs> child in a, in a divorce that he is. Um, so we're, we're starting <laughs> our own... mom we're... makes spaghetti and I can play Hexen. <laughs> <laughs> none, of, none of that godless shit in my house. <laughs> Uh, Sunday's the Lord's Day, damn it. Uh, so we're, we're starting our own orgs, and we are recruiting for various purposes. Now, I am going to need a bathtub full of wax prepared for me by one lucky uh, apprentice, uh, we're going to call him. I'm just recruiting the one apprentice for right now. But a uh, bathtub full of wax and some crystals, preferably at your place, because the wax gums up my bathtub, basically. Uh, but if, if you want that to be you, then uh, reach out to us. Uh, offer me something, you know, eye of newt, maybe some ginger root, something like that, mandrake plant. Uh, and I'll, I'll take it in for consideration. Whoever offers me the coolest thing will get to be my magical apprentice for future. Uh, I don't know what these two uh, yo-hos, these two bozos are offering for their respective orgs, but I can only imagine it's not going to be as cool as uh, what I'm offering to you. Chance of yeah, life. For, for me, for our first for strong school, uh, just like two, just basically just two things. Uh, I want HGH and Ivermectin. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do like that you're strong school now that you've started the Fit Boys channel on the uh, the Discord server. If so, you're if you're if you're unmotivated fitting. and feel like beer and video games are going to kill you, like I will, uh, like yeah, I do yeah. rather. That's what like I'm very will, afraid man. of. Yeah, uh, like I, I'll kill you. <laughs> in, game, in game, in game, in game, in game. Yeah, I'm suddenly I'm suddenly very terrified that Pete's already begun recruiting and I'm I'm yeah. behind the curve here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the Hexen episode was just a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, if uh, if if you're feeling unwell and uh, want to see if uh, Discord can motivate you to keep you honest, 
to maybe go for a jog here and there. We do have uh, community gaming. We just have like a fitness channel now started as well. We got a bunch of wonderful people all just like supporting each other on Discord in various ways. So you should get here and also bring me my HGH as well. Yeah. And, J- and Jamie, how does the uh, Church of the Lore Boys plan on getting mom and dad back together? So if <laughs> Pete does kill you, I'll use my my Wraith Verge to bring you back to life to try and hunt Pete. So to kill Pete. Oh, yeah, okay. that's a good deal. Yeah, that's right. a good yeah, deal. I mean, if, okay with if, that. if I am going to be killed, which Pete, you're not allowed to do unless you do the bathtub and crystal thing as per my ransom note. Yeah. Um, Clear the but cash. if I... <laughs> If I am gonna get killed, my Google in, history. <laughs> if I am gonna get killed in game, uh, then yeah, I do want to be able to come back and kill Pete in game. In of course. game, <laughs> and I think that would constitute <laughs> more boys, more boys, out, out, in game. James, and if I was coming in, I'd be coming in the room to say hello to you. Uh, my name's Ethan. If I was in income, I'd be famous baseball player in income at the bottom of the ninth. My name's Peter. Um, if I was a famous baseball star, uh, I'd want to be Babe Ruth uh, and get a chocolate bar named after me. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, thought... maybe say Joe DiMaggio, and then you get to bang Marilyn Monroe, right? Oh, hell yeah. I want to change my answer. How did we get... <laughs> I thought we were talking about coming and going. Well, how do we get to baseball? <laughs> I guess that middle part there. Yeah. yeah. Innings. I, 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 I spoonerism to you, and innings are a thing in baseball. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 